Hello and good evening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It is, uh, what is it, Tuesday evening, July 11th. Uh, this is Mouth Words with Ryan coming at you from the Tampa Bay area. And uh, we're going to be lucky enough to once again be joined tonight by my friend, uh, Mr. Carter. And tonight, once again, Mouth Words brought to you again by Bacon. Bacon, it makes shit better. Uh, so uh, before we get into it, uh, before Jeff and I get into it this evening, um, I want to thank everybody for uh, calling in for your 90s uh, requests and music and uh, giving your opinions on what's been going on. If you guys haven't been paying attention, CNN's been playing this whole 90s thing. I'm a 90s kid. I grew up into a big influential decade of my life, so we've been going through some movies and and music and whatnot, so uh, please feel free to keep those call-ins coming. Uh, I'm curious to know what was your favorite movies, uh, what were your, what, your favorite music, uh, what uh, TV shows were you watching uh, Mr. Carter and I might uh, get into that a little bit later this evening. Uh, but instead, uh, our first topic of the night, unless you've been sleeping under a rock, uh, if you woke up any time uh, this weekend and your name was Donald Trump and you thought you were having a really bad fucking day, uh, you probably would assume you were the president of the United States. But for once, for once, the having the name Donald Trump doesn't just suck to be... Donald J. Trump. It sucks to be Donald Jr. as well. And I bring in Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter, how are we doing this evening? <clears throat> doing great, sir. How are you? Good. Oh, man. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm good, personally, because yeah. my name's not Donald Trump. Um, Doesn't it but, feel like uh, a Friday with all the news that we've had so far? <laughs> you start to lose track, uh, honestly. I, you, you heard me get a little fumbled uh, in the beginning there on what day it was, because you really do. You begin to lose track with... Uh, with so much because day in and day out the news changes, the story changes, the the plot thickens. <clears throat> yes. But so for those of you who uh, may have not been paying attention, uh, this weekend it came out that uh, Donald Trump's eldest boy, the what is it, the something of his loins, uh, I forget the phrase off the top of my head, but uh, his eldest boy, Donald Trump Jr. <clears throat> Trump Jr. It has apparently come out that uh, sometime in June of last year, he was contacted by uh, some real estate guy or agent of a huge real estate billionaire mogul over in Russia, whose son is this pop star for Russia, I guess. Uh, uh, But anyway, they set up this meeting with uh, a Russian attorney, uh, who said that she had was was going to be representing the Russian government? They had dirt on the Clinton campaign. They were wanted to help support the uh, Trump campaign, essentially. And he set up the meeting not with just with himself, but with uh, one and only Jared Kushner, and of course the campaign manager Paul Manafort. Uh, now, in Trump Jr.'s defense. Uh, he said tonight on an interview with Sean Hannity, Jeff, that uh, this was all before the whole Russia fever thing, and this was before that it was really a big deal, so he didn't think anything of it. Is that that a good enough excuse? Well, I think he's just trying to get ahead of it because, you know, the New York Times story is is somewhat damning because it it pretty much um, flags that, you know, this is collusion, you know. Um, I think to most people that haven't been paying attention to the news, they'll probably just think, oh, well, this is just another story of, you know, the Trump campaign, you know, not necessarily following, um, you know, the processes like they should be. But 
when you really look at the scope, it's just collusion because, once again, it's Russia again. You know, they say how they have not been, you know, dealing with, you know, factions in Russia in regards to trying to get dirt on, on Clinton. And actually, this is a definitive example that, you know, Russia is, was trying to support the Trump campaign. So they're trying to dumb it down like, you know, they had nothing to, you know, do you know, with the uh, uh, with the campaign and 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 how they were, you know, trying to influence uh, you know people abroad. But I mean, I just think Donald Donald Jr. got caught up in the web, you know, because he's inexperienced and he doesn't know necessarily, okay. now, you know, how to be I'm, political. I'm actually happy. You, I'm happy you brought that point up. And for those of you listening, if you're if you're on the other side of this story, I'm curious to hear your point too, because there truly seems to be a real divide on this issue. And in the in the almost 40 years I've been around on this earth, I have read in the history books of such divisions within our country. I've never actually witnessed one. I think until now, because if you turn on. Um, obviously CNN or essentially any news organization that doesn't specifically represent uh, the Republican right-wing train of thought, i.e. Fox News, the leader of that Breitbart's of the world, things of that nature. Uh, they they tend to tell one side of a story. Well, I don't know if it's specifically one side, but they seem to cover more sides of a story than <clears throat> the Fox News of the world does. I was watching yeah. Donald Trump Jr.'s interview tonight on Fox News, and they really are... Hannity started the interview off quite literally spending his first five minutes, the entire monologue, was having one hand on Trump Sr.'s cock and the other hand on Trump Jr.'s cock, and he was simultaneously hand-jobbing him while reading his monologue about how the, quite literally, they had a giant boar thing underneath his face that said um, mainstream media to destroy Trump. And he referred them repeatedly as uh, all the other media wants to do is destroy this president. And it was all about mm-hmm. not talking about Hillary Clinton and Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. And I, it just it's baffling me the divide that it's causing this country, but not just the divide. It's, it's, it seems to be, some people just refuse to, uh, I don't know, they're just blind, do everything. It's, it's, it's somehow, there's nothing this family can do that, <laughs> that uh, starts to raise red flags, like, you know what, I think we might yeah. have a problem. Mm-hmm. So, I think now, I think a lot of people realize that, okay, wait a minute, you know, there's issues. But then again, even though there's smoke, they don't see a fire, though, you know? Like, there, really? we, we, there's a lot of smoke. I mean, I mean there's a lot of smoke, like, but there's uh, no people, fire yet. Do, do, do people not realize that when it comes to death and fires, most people die of fucking smoke inhalation, not of the actual fire itself? And the country is it's fucking choking. We are all choking in fucking smoke right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, you know, I've been thinking about this deep, you know, and I, I just think that, you know, on the – see, I, I can I can honestly look at it from both sides, okay? 
let's just say I was in Donald Jr.'s situation, okay? I get somebody that's, you know, calling me saying that they have information on my opponent, on my father's opponent. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I may, I may be open to hear what they have to say because potentially it may work in my favor, okay? Okay, but does but that also – not being politically – does that apply to Russia or I'm sorry, does that apply to foreign nationals, especially those that are considered enemies of the state? And see, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just the simple fact that Donald Jr. is not a nuanced politician. Neither is, you know, Donald J. Trump senior. He they're, they're not they're not polished, okay? And this is just okay. goes to show their inexperience with dealing okay, but that, with but the, but situations. That, I believe, feeds into the narrative that, oh, they're just fucking brand new at this, and they don't know no, any better. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm most definitely not trying to say that, you know, of, they do stupid shit just because they don't know what what they're doing. I, what I'm saying is well, no, Donald J. I'm, I'm talking about Junior. Yeah, yeah I get, they're saying they say that a lot about both of them, or the entire actual like Trump campaign. They say basically yeah. they're all inexperienced. Let's let it all go yeah. because they just don't know any better. Well, these. But these I'm not saying are, let it go. I'm not saying right, that no, at all. Well, that's what that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I'm saying. I say don't let it go at all. I'm I'm saying the naivete of politi- or politics may be one thing, but these guys have been big dog billionaire businessmen they're you know basically yeah. their entire life they've been dealing with foreign nationals their entire they've been dealing with russia their entire life in fact they were i heard yeah. tonight or, or read tonight that uh in 2013 the dude that uh the billionaire that essentially uh, was one of the ones responsible for getting this meeting set up in the first place was the one that trump actually had a, a letter of agreement uh to start building a Trump Tower in Russia to the point where even Ivanka had gone and met with his son, this pop star, to scout out locations for said Trump Tower. And what happened two years later in 2015 is Russia got hit with a shit ton of sanctions for what they did with Crimea in Ukraine. And that dude lost a shit ton of money and could no longer do the deal. Now, you're mean to tell me that all that being said, that the the Trumps didn't know how to deal with Russians and meetings and who they were dealing with. I'll, I don't buy it. I don't so buy I'll it. Say, what I'll say, what I'll say is in in that in that aspect, you know, where where Trump was just a businessman, he wasn't presidential, he wasn't a political figure. He could kind of bully foot his way around with deals and and the way that he interacted with foreign nationals or, you know, people that may be considered the enemy of the state. But, you know, money is money is green, so it doesn't really matter, you know, in that aspect of being a businessman, you know. Um, now that he's a politician, he's the president of the United States, any interaction that he has with Russia is going to be scrutinized, especially if it's in a way for him to, you know, gain influence, gain votes or whatever, you know, abroad. So not to say that, you know, Donald Jr. is, you know, exempt because of his incompetence and his inexperience. What I'm saying is, you know, I feel that when he decided that he wanted to meet with this young lady, 
uh, he was thinking that, okay, I'm going to help my father out because I'm going to, you know, try and get some dirt and we can use this, you know, going into the the election and try and use that in our favor, you know. I don't think that he was really thinking it out, you know, fully. Okay. Of how this would I'll look get, if this was to I'll, come out in the light or come out in public. I'll, I'll so give you that, now he's trying on. to now 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 he's trying to get ahead of it because that Hannity, if you if you watch you know some of that interview, he was trying to yeah. get ahead of that New York Times story because yeah. that New because that New York Times story that New York Times story is basically going to set the framework that hey this is this is true definitive uh, evidence that they were trying to collude with Russia, you know, to try and gain influence, you know, going into this election cycle to uh, go against the Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's definitive evidence that they were specifically trying to collude, but it's definitely evidence of something fishy. Uh, for those of you just joining us, uh, thanks for the joining in with mouth words with Ryan. We're we talking with my friend, Mr. Carter here. We're, Discussing the uh, amazingly idiotic decisions of our president's uh, children, and uh, and and how apples really just apparently do not fall that far from the Trump tree. They don't fall that far, man. Here, here. Uh, what I, I, I guess for those of you that are uh, tuning in, um, what are your thoughts actually and opinions on this? I know the the country seems to be very divided. You either seems to be on the the Trump side or hate Trump side, they they are geniusly setting up this massive tug of war against them in the country, and it seems to be working in some weird shape or form. So, do us a favor, give us a call in. What are your thoughts and opinions on that one? Um, so, Jeff, here's here's my thing. Um, Democrats and those alike are now running wild with this. They're they their ass is on fire. They are pigs and shit. Mm-hmm. They are going, I mean, their treasons, the word being thrown around way too much. They should probably look up the actual legal definition of treason and realize that that just doesn't even apply to this situation and stop saying it because it no, makes it them look stupid. Uh, but they're, they're, they, again, I go, you, we go back to the, you know, enough smoke starts choking you. And yeah. there's a lot of fucking smoke here, man. And, uh, it's frightening in a sense of, here's the thing. Nobody ever does this. Everybody that's out there, um, going to these town hall meetings, uh, Googling healthcare, uh, 15 minutes before they get there. So they have some kind of understanding of what it actually is, which, which they never will grasp it, uh, in any way, shape or form. Um, there was a point to that. I'm not sure what it was. I somehow lost track of it. Damn it, Jeff. I, you made me lose track of what I was thinking. Oh, sorry. Uh, I apologize. But, um, oh, did it oh yeah. Dem's, Dem's going too crazy. Um, it's going to backfire. It has a tendency that this, that, that this is what the country has come to is they get this you know little bit of one thing and they go running with their... Pants on fire, screaming to the world, we got them, we fucking got them, you know, this is it, it's all coming down, and then nothing ever happens. What I what I don't understand is why can't everybody just 
stop, right? Like there is a, a special investigator for this. Let him do his yeah. job. Exactly. Be quiet. <laughs> Go do your jobs. I get it. It's a big fucking deal, and it really is. It's Watergate type big, but uh, it's 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 causing such an uproar that that's what nobody seems to be talking about. Like I'm I'm waiting for the violence to just start truly increasing. The thicker this pot starts getting stirred, and the harder they start pulling, you know, <laughs> on. On the average Joe. See, Ryan, I feel this is just, it's mainly a distraction, you know, for the Democrats to be able to come out and, you know, it's, it's position, it's positioning, but it's, uh, it's very interesting to see the swap, you know, because let's, let's say two years ago, you know, this was the Republicans, you know, on the defense, you know. Whereas, you know, the Democrats are on the defense now. So anytime there's something that's pointing to, you know, the Trump campaign as being or the Trump administration as being disingenuous or, uh, you know, something they were doing that was inappropriate, they're quick to pounce on that, you know, because that's really all that they have right now because they don't have a message, they don't have an initiative, don't have a direction that they want to take the party into. I mean, I haven't heard shit from Tom Perez. When's the last time you heard something from Tom Perez, you know, the DNC chair, on where the party is headed, you know? So, you know, the Democrats, uh, unfortunately, I don't like that. The... Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just don't like the, the fact that the Democrats are quick to just, you know, come out and, you know, pile on, you know, when it comes to, you know, today's narrative in the news media. Well, you know, I would honestly, like I for them to just, that's... well, see, I would I like for them to just, you know, I would like for them to take the high road and just be like, you know what, let it play out, whatever the truth comes, you know, whatever truth comes out. Because let me just say this, like the Senate, the Senate Judici- Judiciary Committee, they actually just lay out the facts. And that's that. They don't try and, you know, pride or, or you well, know, kick people it, down. They just talk about the facts. Let's talk about the facts. Yeah, but really, in all honesty, that's because nobody's consistently paying attention to the members of the Judiciary Committee. But we digress. Uh, but 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 they're, but but they're the ones that are truly you know paying attention to the details. Yeah. Yes, of, and we will you know, we will eventually of what has get, transpired. You know. Yeah, and, and 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 thankfully we will ultimately eventually get their story. Everything else uh, is just noise. That's all it is. It's just noise. It doesn't matter. But this, like, but this th- is you a know, little bigger than noise. I mean, this is this is basically him uh, outright admitting that he hey, wanted to. We are colluding. Yeah, yes. with and it cuz it said in the email this is an attorney representing the Russian government. I mean, it doesn't exactly. get any more apparent than that. And it even said because they want to help your father. Uh So he's already lawyered up. Donald Jr. Oh, he's already lawyered, lawyered up cuz he realizes now. he realizes that this could be this could be like, you know, that that situation that could potentially 
you know, be the dominant. Oh, this, you know? yeah, this this is the one that's going to start. I mean, all seven, and we'll watch them fall. I believe there are seven of them. I think Prince was predicting the future back in the '90s, folks. If you don't remember that song, <laughs> look it up. It's one of the it's one of the more infamous ones. You may have trouble finding it because he was a symbol at that point in time. But I believe it was called All Seven. Look it up. Um, thanks for joining us. This is Mouthwords with Ryan. We're talking with Mr. Carter about how Donald Trump Jr. is possibly uh, more ignorant and dumber than his father. If that's truly possible, I don't know. Uh, but that may have happened uh, tonight. Uh, so, Jeff, <clears throat> um, CNN has a series that they do, have been doing for a couple of years now, uh, on decades. They started, I believe, with the 60s. With and the then 60s. now, since yep. yeah, they they have since worked their way up uh, to the 90s. It's a phenomenal series for yeah. those of you that haven't it caught really it. I, I recommend you check it it's out. Uh, I, I personally was, was, was born in the 80s, I believe. You were as well. Yes, yes. Um, 1980, yes. So I, I, I I knew some of the 70s stuff, uh, and uh, happy soon-to-be birthday, by the way. Uh, I knew some of the 70s stuff. I was fascinated with the 80s stuff, obviously, because I was born in that decade, and I have you know, a lot of memories of the 80s, but not all of them because I was so young. However, now the mm-hmm. 90s are here. The 90s, I, I will admit, was, was by far the most uh, proficient, uh, impactful decade so of my life. Of my life, yes, absolutely profound. From movie to music, memorable, right, I mean, historical, it was monumental. Yes, it was all everything. of that. And so CNN uh, debuts their '90s uh, first episode of their '90s series, and uh, it was on television. And uh, I, I absolutely was fascinated. It was a two-hour episode. I was fascinated because it just brought back floods upon floods of memories. Uh, and so I was uh, wanting to uh, throw it at you, since we're both '90s kids. And uh, the first, I guess, if you want, uh, if you if you'll agree, how about this? Uh, maybe once a week, after uh, every week they have an episode, we can discuss what ours was. This week was TV. I would Let's love do to. TV. I would love Let's to. do TV. I Let's do television to. of the '90s. Um, Let's start from uh, the beginning, I guess. Uh, earliest uh, 1990. That was the Fresh Prince, I believe, uh, debuted in 1990. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Fresh, oh Prince Fresh Prince. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Will Smith, for uh, taking a bold chance. Uh, he he so, thought himself so just a large rapper. Yeah. Let me just say this, Ryan. I was a big fan of the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of them. I was a big hip hop head. Still am. You, you know. saw my blinkum, um, bitch. I'm telling you, I was all about hip hop. But you know, Fresh Prince to me was like a monumental figure. And uh, you know, when he started getting into movies, and when that show came out, I was I was hundred percent behind it. I couldn't wait. Now I remember the first episode. You know. Uh, and I mean, it was just, it was just something brand new, you know, not just, not just to urban America, but to the rest of America. I think the rest of America, Will Smith was, I mean, how could you not like Will Smith? I mean, he had all the qualities. Oh, he was there. You know, that was just genuine. That was just genuine. You know, he was gifted with it. And let's face it. 
There was at one point uh, in the early 90s that, and even to this day, I, I'm here to tell you right now, for those of you that weren't even avid watchers, if I start singing, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, yeah, born and raised, where was it? Born to my days, born to my days. Max and relax and all cool and all shoes, all cool. Shoes on b-ball outside the school. school. Yeah, you know the words. You know the words. You know the song. You we love know the it. show. We can sing it. You know yes. it. Yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel Air was groundbreaking. It. What do you? If, if you, you say Carlton dance, you'll automatically break it out. Everybody, everybody will break out the Carlton dance right there on the spot. I mean, let's face it, uh, oh, I'm, uh, Alfonso Rivero still has a job to this day doing exactly. whatever candy show he's doing on Food Network or something yeah. along those lines yeah. because of the Carlton. He has a lot of odd jobs. And the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, they did have yeah. the unfortunate Aunt Viv switch, you know, which still drives yeah. people insane to this she day. Still, in fact, for, for those of you listening in, uh Call in about this one. Well, Jeff, I'll get to you in a, that in a sec. Who was your favorite Aunt Viv? Aunt Viv 1 or Aunt Viv 2? And you know who I'm talking about. Light Jeff, skin. who was your... Who light was, skin, Aunt yeah, light, There was light, light skin, skin and dark skin Aunt Viv. Light skin yeah. Aunt Viv. So she was the second Aunt Viv. For those of you that don't know, light, or light skin yeah. Aunt Viv was, was, was Aunt Viv number two. I'm actually more of a yeah, fan number of two Aunt Viv was... number one, personally. Dark Were you skin really? Aunt Viv. I, yes, I was. I, she was earlier in the show. I liked Aunt Viv, number one. I thought she was a little more hardcore. I thought she taught more, like, better lessons. I thought Aunt Viv, number two, she was, was hardcore. Little, she, was a little, she was a little soft, and she just, I, she was a little less believable. She was more, like, she tried too hard, like, with Carl, and, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. It was just, I, I didn't really, or, uh, sorry, Carl, I'm, I'm talking about Uncle Phil. Uh, but, anyway, uh, so you like light skin Aunt Viv. Yeah, I love my skin Aunt Viv because she just played a role. You know, like her role All was right. so for instance, the first okay. uh Aunt Viv, she tried to be the show. Okay. If you if you do your history and you read up on the beast that she had with Will Smith, she oh, didn't care amazing. for Will Smith. No, she no, did not no, care no. for Will Smith though. At no, no, all. And the so reason why is because well, the reason why is because she thought she was more of an actress. She was more of a, like a professional actress and a professional literary arts person right. than Will Smith. He's a right. And a she just she was livid. She was livid yeah. that yeah. he was the star because she expected to be the star of the show. Regardless, I did like her, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I don't really t- I cannot Ali. think of her. Real name right now, but anyways, yeah. Aunt Viv, I, I I did enjoy her. I did enjoy yeah. her in the first two seasons because she was very like you know, she was very combative and she was tough. Man, she, she had that too. She she was tough as nails, you know. She talked and uh, it served its purpose. Served its purpose in the first two seasons, but hey, I think when she got to the third it, season, that show also continued to give Jazzy Jeff somewhat of any kind of career. And you gotta wonder: it. It, it, is, is, he, is, is he homeless nowadays? Does anybody no, know what Jazzy no, Jeff? Like, no. he either DJ, does he have? Is there a specific? DJ Jazzy Jeff team? is living a living a nice life. Oh yeah, DJ is Jazzy he, Jeff is good. Is he? Is it? Because he still does albums. Oh yeah. Okay. No. Well, then, um, no. I'm, I'm a, I'll, I'll I'll say for DJ Jazzy Jeff, he he was already accomplished. You know, 
I mean, he's well-known in the hip-hop community. He's well-known in the DJ community. He still does music to this day, and uh, he's, he's well-regarded. He's very well Well, Jeff, let me, let, let, me, let me stop you right there. There's, there's being well-known in the hip-hop community, and then there's being Will Smith. Uh, there is somewhat of a difference, but is he on uh, Will Smith level? <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> so, so, so there's Bel Air, but but what were some of the other groundbreaking series of the '90s that you you really uh, like to get into? So you know, I hated on Seinfeld. Um, you Ooh. know, in my teenage years, I hated on it until oh, man. Uh-huh. until and and uh-huh. I'm gonna tell on myself. Until Larry David came out with uh, um, his show on HBO, you know, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I went back to watch same, yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and went back Great to watch show, Seinfeld, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was a, Made a big difference. I was a jackass for not paying attention to Seinfeld. Let me just say, out of all the shows of the '90s, the most monumental shows, the most like um, memorable and um, probably Truly groundbreaking. groundbreaking. Yeah. Without doubt, Seinfeld. Seinfeld is like, it should be Absolutely. top of your list. It is one of a yeah, kind. Easy. It is one of a kind. And for those of you that like can't stand Seinfeld, I'm going to assume you're a millennial and you just simply don't get it. Uh, you don't get time it. To, take time to stop and study the show or just put your phone down, actually. If you just put your phone down and pretend for 30 <laughs> minutes that it never existed, You'll get Seinfeld, and it's actually one of the best shows that ever existed. Um, it's amazing. What other? Let's see. I remember. I'll tell you some shows that I, I miss uh, and don't miss at the same time. But I'd be curious to know what they look like now. Uh, I remember in high school. You might have to help me with the actual name of the show. But it was MTV. When MTV, remember when MTV actually used to uh, play music videos? Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they it were was good. A wonderful like, time. Yeah, and they were fan. Like you, you, you actually used to. I like remember where they used to premiere like Michael Jackson videos were on a huge like it was deal. A, like it was yeah, a breaking news event. An yeah. event. You know, they they'd spend a weekend yes. at the ranch and then they premiere a video and it was the most amazing thing in the world. But we'd come home from uh, like high school and they would have a uh, everybody'd be outside on like eight stages dancing and there was a countdown of songs and it looked yeah. like a spring break but it wasn't. <laughs> it was like I don't remember if it was MTV Jams or something, something MTV like Jams. Yeah, it was Post TRL. Oh yeah, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. It was monumental. But yes. people get into things so, like uh, like like Friends. Friends was one of the biggest uh, biggest shows of the night. I didn't care for Friends. Uh, I didn't really. I did not I, care for get Friends. into it either. I will admit, I did watch the season finale. Uh, and it was somewhat of a letdown, I guess, to everybody. I yeah. didn't get into the show that enough. Like, Friends was huge. I also didn't get into the whole Dawson's Creek. What the fuck was I watching now that I come to think about it? <laughs> In the 90s, I was watching a lot of movies. Yeah, movies. Time, you know, really, we, I, I think, I think, yeah, you and I were really going to more movies than, than, uh, than anything else. We weren't really getting into a lot of TV. Uh, you got to remember, uh, for you uh, millennials or younger folks out there, uh, back then, there were no cell phones or smartphones. Uh, the internet was no social a, media. There was no social media; didn't exist. The dial-up system had just come out. Uh, Google only fifty-six. That. You, you probably don't only know what that means. Only fifty-six kilobytes. That's it. Uh, That's all you had. 
all, all, there, all there were were chat rooms where, let's face it, you were simply trying to find somebody that you assumed was a woman to have some form of sexual yeah. conversation. And that was really about it, uh, which, yeah. which is what made shows like Seinfeld great because they used to touch on topics like that. Uh, uh, well, Jeff, um, I think the next one they're doing, man, uh, is, uh, I'm going to assume it's about music, but I think one's going to be on Bill Clinton. I'm pretty sure, uh, they've got one on Clinton. I believe that's kind of what the commercials have been kind of leaning to. So next week we might be uh, discussing, uh, good old Willie, uh, slick, 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 slick Willie and, uh, his dresses and cigars and, all the fun stuff the kids don't get taught in school anymore. Yeah. If I could just preface preface this for our uh, our next show, uh, let me just say, yeah. the whole Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton uh, <laughs> fiasco was outstanding for comedy. <laughs> the comedy was out. Uh, it was the greatest thing from 98 to 2000, pretty much. Uh, well, here's what. Just gut busting. We we had all right. So we had been hit with the drama series of the Rodney King and uh, O.J. Simpson trials, and then get smashed with the comedic series of Bill Clinton and blowjobs and and cigars. <laughs> To say the hey, least. Let me tell you uh, what. I man, I never had any more respect was, for a president ever in my life. <laughs> you until know I heard he was is, getting domed in the fucking Oval this, Office. I was like, this oh, nigga right here is oh. this shit. This motherfucker's getting domed in the Oval Office. <laughs> let me tell you uh, something. Well, it hey, was more hey, than Ryan, that, man. Remember, it was more Ryan, than Ryan, let me tell you something. The, I if, if Donald Trump, Trump gets domed, Look, if Donald Trump gets domed, okay, in yeah. the Oval Office, I may have a little bit more respect for him. Yeah, except here's the problem. When you think about him getting domed in the Oval Office, are you thinking about Melania, or let's be honest, are you thinking about, it, it's probably Ivanka, right? I'm assuming it's Ivanka. Hey, hey, hey. Right? Hey. Are we not, what, are we not what, all what if assuming he got, it's Ivanka? Hey, what if he got domed by Omarosa? Uh oh! <laughs> I'm just well, saying. That's 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 a whole nother story. And the black community may be like, "Hey, bro, and, uh, the you are on the rare. Black commu- Is there something he could do at this point that would make the black community stand up? Gay? You know fuck what? no, I, we don't I, fuck I, with I, him. I actually kind of like Donald Trump. Are you kidding me? We don't fuck with him. We don't <laughs> fuck with him. Hell no. Nah. I mean, this is the guy that did nah. the Taj Mahal, folks. The Taj Mahal. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's our president right now, the Taj Mahal guy. You know what? Well, that's yeah. another show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another show. Uh, so, Jeff, hey, I appreciate you joining me for this one tonight, man. Um, and it's going to keep going. You know it is. Because uh, it's Always. not going to stop now. In fact, I think you're right. I think you put the nail on the head uh, just earlier in the show when you said that uh, the, this is the domino that's that's starting the the, the fall. Yeah, this is the one that's going to start boom, boom, boom. I mean, it's already kind of been happening, but this this was big. The news this media was, has been chopping that tree, chopping that tree, chopping that tree, and they're going to keep chopping. 
and slowly but surely, that tree's going to fall. It's going to fall. It is. And I'll tell you what, the day it does, I'll be the first one to tune into Fox News to let them just sit in silence because they won't know what the fuck <laughs> you say. I can't wait. Yeah, that's uh, going to be good. It, it is going to be one of the more entertaining days of the world. Hey, uh, so uh, thanks again, Jeff, for tuning in. For those uh, listening in, I appreciate you tuning in, guys. This is Mouth Words with Ryan. You've been listening in with me and my friend, Mr. Carter. You can always find us on uh, iTunes under Mouth Words with Ryan or whatever the hell Google does. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, clearly, we're going to obviously most definitely have something more to discuss when it comes to the uh, Commander-in-Chief. And uh, if you're still digging the 90s, uh, we'll have another episode next week uh, to discuss whatever the theme is. I'm not sure, but it looks like it may be Slick Willie and uh, Miss Lewinsky. Uh, so, again, tune in next week. Appreciate you guys, Mr. Carter. Until then, my friend, you have yourself a wonderful evening, okay? You too, sir. Have a great one, All right. people. Thanks. All right. Thanks again, guys. Have a good night.